0: Hello, and welcome to Nature in New York City, a podcast about wildlife and wild things in the Big Apple. New York City is home to 8 million people, but within the bright lights and busy streets, nature finds a way to persevere. NYC Wildlife reports over 600 species of wildlife in the city, and this podcast seeks to better understand these creatures. Each episode, we'll learn about one conservation story, animal, or nature experience in NYC that exemplifies nature's ability to coexist in one of the world's most populous cities. I'm your host, Danny DeMarino, a science communicator and parks professional. I hope that these stories inspire you to appreciate the outdoors and have your own experience with nature. I firmly believe that building empathy and understanding for our natural world is key to repairing the human nature connection. And so I hope that you've learned something today and that you feel encouraged and inspired to get outside. On today's episode, Coyotes. You might be surprised to learn that coyotes coexist with humans in NYC. Even more surprising, they're in most major cities in the U.S. too. But how is this possible? How can a predator live in such a populated area while remaining mostly undetected? To understand this, we have to look at the natural history of the coyote. The original range of the coyote was in the southwestern United States. Now they can be found in the Midwest all the way to the east coast. Their eastward movement was supported by the extirpation of large predators from much of the east. And this just means the forceful removal or migration of many of these large predators to the west because they wanted to avoid people or there were better food sources that they could more safely and easily get to when people weren't around. According to the Wallikia Project, a study by Eric Sanderson of the Wildlife Conservation Society that sought to uncover the city's original ecology, we could have expected wolves and bears in New York City prior to the European settlement in the 1600s. The same study actually estimates that the biodiversity of New York City prior to European settlement was on par to that of Yellowstone or the Smoky Mountains. But many of these large predators were pushed westward or into isolated populations due to the urbanization of the East Coast. And this movement made room for smaller and more adaptable species, like the coyotes, who can thrive in various environments and habitats. Coyotes are a mesopredator, which means a mid-level predator. Their diets can be highly variable and often depend on what's most available to them. Their favorite foods include small rodents like mice, rats, squirrels, and rabbits, but they're even known to eat plant material. They are also flexible about their social units, living alone or in family groups. Coyotes are naturally hesitant and fearful, which serves them well in urbanized areas where they are more likely to come in contact with people. This flexibility and tendency towards being a generalist has allowed coyotes to expand their range in the face of urbanization and a more human-manipulated world. Unlike many of the large predators, coyotes can adjust their temperament, their behavior, their diets to really fit the changing environment. Uh, And so when many of these other larger predators needed to migrate or leave, coyotes then were able to swoop in and adapt and actually thrive. According to a 2019 paper by Todaro, coyotes first appeared in the city in the 1990s and have since established breeding populations in the Bronx, with appearances in both Manhattan and Queens. In the city, they live in isolated pockets, utilizing the city's parks, suburban neighborhoods, and even urban forests as their home bases. They often stick to the same two-square-mile territory year-round. Their regular stays at Pelham Bay Park and Van Cortlandt Park in the Bronx, but they're increasing in numbers and are on the move for expanded habitat. I personally saw a coyote in Central Park last March. And this coincides with the coyote breeding season, so I would expect that this lone coyote was potentially seeking a mate or maybe new territory. A 2020 paper by Peters studied coyote movement in New York City, and it's believed that their next stop is Long Island, one of the last places in the continental U.S. where they don't yet exist. Long Island provides ample habitat and food for the coyotes, similar to many suburban areas throughout the U.S. But in order to get there, coyotes have to cross heavily trafficked bridges or swim across the Long Island Sound. Not an easy feat. But if we know anything, coyotes are resilient, and they're going to figure it out. And now there are currently breeding populations of coyotes in Queens and Staten Island because they eventually made it. Much of what we know about coyotes in the city is due to Gotham Coyote, a team of researchers and educators that has been studying coyotes in New York City and the surrounding area since 2010. Their primary goal is to determine where they live within the five boroughs. Gotham Coyote connects experienced researchers from the American Museum of Natural History with high schoolers to conduct research on coyotes within the city. Using camera traps and collecting scat samples allows the research team to understand how coyotes are moving between parks and what they're eating. This research is similar to the Urban Coyote Research Project, led by my former instructor Dr. Stan Gert, in his study of Chicago's coyotes. These studies of urban coyotes have taught us a lot about coyote-human conflict. Being coyote-aware is the best way to minimize the conflict. This includes not feeding coyotes and working to make human foods less available. Just as with many predators, easily accessible food trains coyotes to associate people with food, lowering their natural fear of humans. People should also be more careful with pets in areas where coyotes live, keeping an eye on them when they let them out. If you encounter a coyote, you can do your part to make them wary of humans by making yourself appear bigger and making loud noises. Coexistence hinges on people respecting that we're sharing space with animals and adjusting our behavior accordingly so that they can continue to be fearful and exist and just live their lives. To me, the coyote denotes wildness, and it's fascinating to think that this level of wildness can survive and even thrive in large cities. Nature is alive and well in New York, and as I think about the future of this city, I hope we're able to find a city that allows for both people and coyotes to coexist. Thanks for joining me for the first episode of Nature in New York City. If you'd like to learn more, I recommend Gotham Coyote and Urban Coyote Research Project. I look forward to bringing more stories of urban wildlife to you in the coming weeks. Subscribe so you don't miss out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Nature in New York City. See you next time.